Godfather with stingrays. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> I think it's free lunch time. Well, free lunch. Boy, free lunch, cuz. Back for more second helping. Oh, so oh, that's nice. I'll see what you did there, dude. You see what I did there? A little second helping of it. Very excited. How are you, Alex? How's your week been? How's life going? Week's been good. I'm awakened. We did shrooms. We did shrooms. Speaking of a free lunch, yeah, bro. We ate some uh, some mushrooms on last Sunday. Yeah. Went to the park. Had a lovely time. And it sent me. It did send you. It, it really, really sent. Was I obviously fucked? No, 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 no. Because I remember we were walking up the street, mm. and all the colors were bright as hell. And I had to be like, you do, you look fine. That's also one of the good parts about mushrooms is mm-hmm. it you you can't tell you're on them until you try to order some food. Yeah, I'll tell you what, I could tell when I started getting more confident mm. just because I saw a juice bar on Marrickville Road. Yeah. And I was like, I wonder if I can order a juice. <laughs> I wonder if I can use this newfound superpower to order some juice. <laughs> yeah, I wonder what'll happen. But I didn't because I was like, maybe that's spitting in God's face. Like him giving you all of like this sight. Yeah. And then you're like, can I get a, just a mango tango? You know what <laughs> yeah, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, well, that was your first time, right? That was your first time my on my first shrooms? time doing shrooms. It was the highest I've ever been very comfortably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but my God. Dude. You handled it like a champion. I remember halfway through because I've, I've done shrooms quite a few times and I got this overwhelming urge and I don't know, I've, and I've never had it before, mm. but I was like, I want to be in a spooky forest. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You I, did. Yeah. I saw a tree glaring at me and I thought it was an ant. Mm-hmm. Like I thought it was like a Lord oh, of the Rings yeah, yeah, ant. Yeah, that... And I just had this thing was like, I want to be in Fangorn Forest. Yes, right. And obviously there's not a hell of a lot of spooky haunted forests in Marrickville. Yeah, I remember having that conversation with you like, there was potentially even a spooky forest to go to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dude, no. <laughs> I was like, we can't go to a spooky forest, right? And you were like, and you're like, yeah, of course we can't. It's Marrickville. I was like, oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was gonna be like, no, there's a spooky forest around the corner. Yeah, I was like, that's how high I was, is that I was like, bro, we can't go to the spooky forest. No, please, we must <laughs> enter the woods of Livingston Road. <laughs> we must. The experience itself was good. I would do it again. It, I kind of liked it because it was... Um, I explained it last night to everybody. It was like, so it was your first time? I was like, yeah. They were like, how would you describe it? And I was like, I would describe MDMA as a golden retriever, mm-hmm. right? MDMA just shows up and it's like, what do you want to do? Yeah. You want to go dancing? Let's go dance. Want to go for a walk? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It's just up for everything. Yep. Shrooms feels like, uh, like a stallion. That you you have no choice but to ride. Well, is not just that. You have no choice but to ride it, but also you have to earn its respect. Yes. You have to earn its respect. You can't fuck around on the stallion. No. Right? And I think for the first 20, I was sort of fucking around a little bit because mm-hmm. I was just like, this is crazy. Look at the colors. This is fucking wild. This is kind of stupid. I'm on, shro- I'm on shrooms right now. Well, look at me. I'm on shrooms. And then it started going like... Oh, oh yeah. And everything started coming in on me. And then I was like, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And then it's sort of it's like, okay, cool, 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 cool. And then it sort of let me do what I wanted to do after yeah, that yeah. period. You, impl- you imp- implemented something that I had never thought of before. But you're constant, like, it, it almost timed perfectly. Maybe every 20 minutes. I don't know what the fuck time was. Mm. But you were like, hey, when was the last time you took a really big breath? Mm. And everything would just relax a little and you could just keep going. I was it like, was that's nice. a great way to do it. It was nice. I like that we gamified that. Every, mm. every 10, 20 minutes, it was like, Sammy, when's the last time we took a big breath? And yeah. then you would just see drive it. If you were driving by, you would see two dudes, one guy with a backpack and the whiplash soundtrack playing yeah, out yeah, of that's it. Right. Going, <laughs> ah. Dude, we're walking around giggling like fucking schoolgirls <laughs> with jazz drum music blasting out of my backpack. <laughs> That was and, go go go. And then at one point you needed to take a piss, and so oh, yeah. we had to be like. And then I, this is something I realized in hindsight. Mm. I I knew it was like there's a street here. It's perfect. It's well covered. It's not lit. Mm-hmm. This is the spot where I've taken pisses here before. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. But then there were then all of a sudden people on that street, and then we had to be like, should I go up to that dude and be like, hey man, can you keep walking, please? Because I'm gonna we piss. need to take a piss. And then in hindsight, we're just saying that in the middle of the street parallel to the dude yeah and i'm like this cunt thinks he's gonna get robbed by two jazz musicians (laughs) dude the amount of times we thought we were being discreet and 100 percent weren't that always happens 
bro, like everybody was well within earshot. We were yeah. not whispering. No. They knew everything that was going on inside of us. Yeah. And it, it's a thing. I think it's a fun thing with psychedelics mm. where you need to acknowledge that there's no cover here. Like you, you blow your cover immediately. Yeah. But the best part is most of the time people will just be like, I think they're kind of fucked up. But yeah. it's it, when it's not. But it's Marrickville. So like. Everyone's been fucked up. Yeah, man. You think of where the craziest people they've seen on that street in the last hour. Yeah. There's two adult men giggling. Yeah. Having a silly time going, whoa, look at that tree, yeah. dude. This is sick. Then 10 minutes later, there's a guy just being like, I'll fuck you in the con. I'll fuck, I'll cut you. I'll fuck. It's like, bring me back the giggly school Yeah, girls. Yeah, we're the jazz musicians. Yeah, I'll we're take the them. jazz musicians. Because I remember, the, I, maybe this is the hardest I've ever laughed in my entire life, was walking by... And seeing a bin mm. and going, oh, that's weird. I honestly, back there, I thought that was a man. Yeah. But we're here now and it's just a bin. Yep. And then you were like, yeah, I also thought that. Back there, I thought it was a man. But here, it's just a bin. And then we're like, oh, that's weird. And we keep walking. And I go, dude, what if it was a man? <laughs> That's a bin. Dude, while he's taking the trash out, right to his face, being like, oh, I thought that was a fucking man, but it's just a disgusting little bin. And then to be affirmed by the other guy, be like, me too. It's obviously just a gross bin now. And then we walk away with... Just this respectable father of three just taking the trash. I'm like, do those two kids call me a bin? Just getting mugged off completely for no reason. Like we've just entered this cunt's life, disrespected him, laughed in his face and walked off. And you know what? For memory, like I couldn't tell you if it was a man I'm or a bin. I'm not sure if it was a man I'm or a bin. I'm not sure if it was a man or a bin. Okay, so first off, actually, we should announce very quickly. Mm. This week we are calling... Um, Donut King. Donut King. You and I both have strong roots connected to Donut King. Yep. I don't. Th- I think this time we actually get it. I got a good feeling. I got a good feeling about Donut King. I have a really good feeling about Donut King. I mean, King. if anyone can give us a free donuts, it's the king of oh, all donuts. Yeah, surely if you go with your, ha- your hat in your hands... My lord. My, uh, my liege, please. My liege, please, my liege. Please, a Christmas tree. Oh, Lord franchise owner Merrill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I reckon for all the ex- like experiences with Donut King, I don't think I've ever had a bad experience. I haven't either. I reckon they're going to come through for us. I hope so. Because sometimes with Donut King, you do just get donuts. You're like, yeah, it's just donuts. Sometimes they're cold donuts, but they're donuts. They're nice. Yeah. And then sometimes you order like those. They used to be, from memory, six donuts for one dollar. Mm. And they would, they, they'd make them fucking fresh. And yeah. they'd be too hot to eat for a little while. Yeah, but it's all right. They knew it. Oh. They would give it to you with the look of like, this, these are going to blow your dick off. Dude, I remember <coughs> we used to... On Fridays, it was always my nan's turn to pick us up. Uh. She takes to Wynnum Plaza in Brisbane. Mm. We'd get donuts. She'd do a shop. We'd go to the bookstore. I'd have read all the books and we'd get fresh hot donuts. And I remember there was one day when I, when I got the donuts and I was just, I had this overwhelming feeling that was just like, I might become a cop. Because this is what cops do. Here's what cops do, man. They get donuts. Yeah. Forget about all the murders. Forget about all the murders, the Zodiac Killer. Yeah, forget about my contractual <laughs> obligation to beat my wife. Oh, yeah, all all of those things. You get to have a donut with the boys every day. Every day, donut and coffee. Yeah. Anytime I get discounts at Macca's. Mm. The cops that come through when I would work at McDonald's. That tells you how good Donut King is, is that people whose job wa- it was to like investigate gruesome murders yeah. found calm in a cinnamon donut from Donut King. There is nothing. Imagine, imagine you go into a house mm. and you're like, oh, great, another baby in the microwave tuesday yeah this sucks here we go i need a lemon cream filled donut yeah <laughs> donut king's motto should 100 percent be like silence your ghosts here yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> ptsd the d stands for donut hey, hey. <laughs> oh man i love i fucking love a, i love a good donut and i really think they've been donut king and crispy cream and dunkin donuts for the small time we had them here in mm. australia really got pushed out of the market by the asian bakeries yeah they and did, rightly yeah. so i mean the asian bakeries are on another level but it's also like every now and then you just want six fucking hot cinnamon you just donuts. want six donuts made by like a chick that just had surgery 
Yeah. You know what I mean? I want a vasectomy scar with my donuts. Yeah, that's it. Because you would go to the, the shopping center. A vasectomy center. scar is C-section. C-section. My C-section. Bad. The, sh- the shopping center donut kick, it's always like a chick with like a patch over her. Like she's just yeah. did, she just did like laser surgery on one eye. She's like, yeah. what do you want, love? And I'm like, uh, whatever, fucking a hot dog. A hot dog. Because yeah. for some reason. I'll have the- a hot dog, please. Yeah. I'll have the eczema special. <laughs> whatever <laughs> the fuck you've got going on on your elbow. There's something so nice about There's the childhood link to Donut King mm. for me, which is... So like, I, it's not even like for real. If the sea levels rise and the Great Barrier Reef goes, yeah, I will not mind as long as we still have a couple Donut Kings to take my kids to. As long as there's a plaza with a Donut King kiosk in the middle, yeah, and I can go get one of those beautiful long finger buns, yeah, because that's what people say. They go like, "Well, it's like keep the Great Barrier Reef alive because we want our kids to experience it." And I'm like. I've never seen the fucking Great Barrier Reef. My kid probably won't also give any of a fuck about going to the mm. the north of Queensland, but they will give a fuck about Donut King. If it's my kid, they're going to... That's the story I tell about. Like, there was this beautiful place mm. when I was your age. It doesn't exist anymore after the climate wars. doesn't exist anymore. They got completely ousted. Yeah. But there was this beautiful place where a woman with eczema all over her face would give you a hot dog and six donuts for like $4.50. And your grandma would take you there. Yeah. And she would just be quiet for an hour. Yeah, she would have a sense of peace. She could actually leave you on a table, go to a thing because you've got donuts. Yeah. Oh, I'm really sorry. $4.50. We used to have this thing called fiat currency. Yeah. Back before we had to trade cloth for meat. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> also, Donut King, how do I describe the color pink? Um, you know, sometimes <laughs> when you get a glimpse into Think the sky. Think of like a gay brown. Yeah. <laughs> It's a gay brown. It's sort of like a very flamboyant brown. Uh, how do I put this? Uh, friendly blood. Okay, it's friendly blood. That's sort of the color pink. Um, because yeah, that does sort of feel like we're going to get to a point where eventually only the intelligentsia can have donut kings in their palace. Yeah, you know what I mean. Behind like the barbed walls and shit. The like sign that. of the bourgeoisie will be putting donuts on all your fingers. Yeah, you, you know who's you know who's wealthy because they have like they still have like the cream of the thing on the on yeah. the fingertips. A kiss the ring will turn into suck the finger. Yeah, yeah. Like, suck the cinnamon the, off my oh, finger. Fuck, and it's just as good. It's just when I was a kid. Oh yeah. This is what the king tastes like. <laughs> It's amazing, oh. dude. Oh, dude, i got to tell you. All right, I did this gig, right? Can I have some water? Yeah, of course. I did this gig at uh, World Pride, the mm. World Pride stage on Tuesday, right? And uh, booked by uh, the, the fantastic AJ Lamarck of Queens of Comedy, a really good queer-friendly gig. Mm. Um, and it was a Queens of Comedy takeover, right? So I was on an open-air stage at 20 past six performing to 30 people sporadically spaced in an area that could fit 200, right? Yeah, well. It was a real grin and bear it gig. And we knew it and AJ knew it. It was early. Mm-hmm. It was what it was. I was happy to do it. I was honored to be asked. I, yeah. I had a lovely time in spite of the rough gig, right? Yeah. But this stage thing went on from 6 till 9 p.m. So by the time 8 o'clock rolled around, the space had really filled out. And mm-hmm. I was really jealous I was on so early, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but I saw, and it wasn't from AJ. It was from someone who will not be named. So the worst, one of the worst pieces of MCing mm-hmm. I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. So this MC, she gets on stage and she starts talking, hey, World Pride, thank you very much for being here for World Pride, blah, 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 blah. It's so good to be here. And then I was like, yay. And there's more people at this point. And then she goes, where are my allies at? Give me a cheer, allies. And then maybe 10 out of the now 60 people it's go. It's going to be hard to find an Oxford Street. It's going to be hard to find an Oxford yeah, Street. Oh, surely she doesn't get immediate woos. <laughs> Fucking hack. Jesus Christ. And wee, And then immediately she goes, shut up. Whoa. This is not about you. This is not about you. Shush, 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 shush. This is not about you. This is about us. And then she proceeded to go on like she hadn't torched the trust of the entire audience. Oh, fuck. After inviting allies in my stomach. into a fucking trap. Oh. And then just she was like, where are they at? Make some noise. Shut the fuck up. I was sitting there just like, that is one of the worst bits of stagecraft I've ever seen in my life. And then she proceeded to just be the most, come across as the most unlikable MC. And it was like, man, it was fucking hard to watch, dude. Bro, that is literally just being given the easiest gig. Like, it's like, here's this fucking beautiful, it's in there. Just It's like, where are my allies at? Everybody woos. They're already on your side. Yeah. And then just being like, it's, and you know what? 
I don't disagree with the point. It's like, thank you for being here. But also, like, this is about our celebration. I appreciate your support. But, yeah, but, but at the same also, time, I'm like, don't set them up like that and decapitate them. It's a fucking show. It is about them. It's They're the audience. They're still the audience. They're still the audience, dude. You still have to be... Well, we actually need you here. Otherwise, yeah. you're just a drag queen screaming. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the street, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's like this one actually, ironically, is about them. It is. It, you are right, actually. It is about them because they're here for an open air gig that they didn't pay for, mm. and they're sitting down and enjoying. It. It's like, dude, they're, they're here. They're the crowd. Yeah, play to them. Are they? Do they pay tickets? No, it's free. Oh, okay. And they were there. It's like I, I had, I, I, I had a, I had a couple sitting off from me. I was like, you guys, a couple. Yeah, I was like, fuck yeah, allies. And then a couple of everyone else just went, woo. Mm. Like it's like, yeah, they're here. Yeah. They're here and supporting World Pride. This is the whole point, isn't it? Bringing everyone into the fold. Yeah. Except for those pesky asexuals. Bringing everyone into yeah, the yeah. fold. Everyone has a limit. Everyone has a limit. I refuse to acknowledge the Yours second Yours is bell. at the beginning of the alphabet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, beginning of the alphabet, end of the anagram or whatever. <laughs> you know what? It, it just Let's just go LGBTQI+. You can be in the plus if you want. It's chill. The idea that you would invite everybody in like that just to be like, Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually kind of funny now that I'm thinking about it. That's actually kind of funny just to be like, shout out, we're my allies. And then like, yeah. And be like, shut the fuck <laughs> up. <laughs> but it would be funny if it was done like that. Do you know what I mean? Just be like, yo, where are my people at in relationships? Yeah. Woo. Fuck, fuck you, you, dude. You piece of shit. It's a fun trap. <laughs> That's wild. It was just so ball busting because I'm like, man, they're here. Yeah. They're here. <laughs> That's, I feel bad. I mean. And I'm sitting there and I'm sitting there watching this happen to 60 people mm. when I had 30 tops. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? Yeah. Dude. But also it's like this whole thing about like, this isn't about you. Okay. It's about us. And it's like, yeah, you're gay. It's been about you since forever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like. I've, I hang out, dude, never have I hung out with a gay friend and gone, I think it's about me right now. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm, am I the star of the show? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that everybody's paying attention to what I'm doing. Yeah, you're like, yeah, I think they're paying attention to what Mm. I'm doing. Then you hear from across the table, (gasps) Mojito! Yes, I love it, I love it, I love it. And you're like, I'm definitely the main character. I'm the main character. (laughs) I am. This is about me right now. Yeah, it's like the natural. Yeah, there's a gay person around. This is their movie. Yeah. Because also, then it's like, cool. I like being a side character. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a vacation. It takes the pressure off you in social situations yeah. when you have a flamboyant gay. Mm. It's like, oh, I can just fucking relax. When they, do, I know you, you've always been in that car ride, like back to like wherever you came from, and someone's mm-hmm. like, they talked a lot. And I'm like, I loved that. Mm. Hmm. That's amazing. Are you serious? Check my heart rate. I've never been calmer in my entire life, dude. I I I really love it when someone will take the reins of the conversation. Yeah, bro. Where I'm like, oh man, yes, fucking lead me, dude. Fill the silence. Ruben K was great for that at yeah. the back of the store and he was fucking exhausted. He'd just come from a gig. Also, according to him, he'd just come from a getting railed all night and day. Yeah. And then he was, but he was still the life of the fucking party. Yeah, bringing everyone in. And then those riffs, he just like took them on stage and he just fucking murdered with Smart. him. Smart. He was the best. He's you wanted to bring up the speaking of Ruben K. Yeah, speaking of Ruben Fucking K, the whole project shit that went down with him. Yeah, you see this? The yeah, him going on Ruben the project, K on the project, and uh, telling a joke about Jesus, and people were like, rah, 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 rah. now from memory, the joke was like, I love Jesus. I really love any man that can get nailed and for three days straight and come back for more. Mm. Yes, yeah, that's the joke. Good, easy, fine joke, easy joke. It, no one's going like, bro, what a fucking... This guy's basically fucking... You know what no I mean? No one's like, turning around and going, that was groundbreaking. No, but it's like the amount of uh, pushback. Mm. I'm like, holy fuck, boys, are we still are we still here? Yeah, we're still doing this. Are we still getting pushback for making fun of religion on television? Yeah, I was like, it's the project. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. Like, Because also, I know that there's this whole thing, like the project's sort of going down, which also it's been going down for a while. Well, can we talk about the timeline? 
uh, around that for a second. Yeah, sure. Because Jimmy Carr made that joke on the project about two weeks ago, where it was like, is there anything you're scared to joke about? And he goes, well, I suppose the only thing I'm scared to joke about is this show used to be a lot better with Charlie Pickering. And then they all had an awkward chuckle, and he, he like looks at them seriously and goes, no, but you know, this show used to be something, didn't it? Yeah. And they went, ha, 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 we can move on. And then the next week, this singer called Kate Sobrano, Cerebrano, I don't know, sure. uh, had the nerve to look at Sam Taunton and go, who are you? And then the project pylon begun. Sydney Morning Herald wrote an op-ed about how like the project's lost its way and it sucked. Yeah. And then this happened and I was like, see, it sucks. Yeah. And everyone in the sort of arts and media community, really, except for a few of our friends who got writing jobs on it, speaking of, if you need an extra one, I'll still make money. Um, <laughs> I, I just like, yeah, the project's been bullshit for ages. Yeah. Well, it's also because we've been in, in that scene, I guess. Yeah. So it's like, we can tell it's been bullshit. But the entire joke of like Ruben K being like, yeah, it's like, I, I would have sex with Jesus. Yeah. Right? And it's like, uh, yeah, fine. Yeah. Whatever, move on. People are like, fuck, dude. How dare you? How dare you say that a man that hung out exclusively with prostitutes and vagrants yeah. would have sex with you? How dare? It's also because it's like Ruben K, his attitude is like a little in your face, yeah. right? And it's like, no, just the joke wasn't good. This is when it turns into this whole fucking bullshit that the the a lot of people love to spin when they go on like pro-comedy anti-woke. Yeah. Where it's like, you can joke about anything. You yeah. should be able to joke about, you should be able to talk about whatever community. One guy goes on TV one time and says... I would potential. I would have sex with Jesus. Yeah, and everyone loses their fucking mind. Yeah, it's like, well, you can joke about anything, but not that, obviously. Yeah, it's like there are two things that are still sacred to the right, which is Jesus and the Anzacs. Yes, can't joke about any of. Them. You can't joke about either of those things. Don't touch it, but Jesus, please, can you go back to making fun of black people? Yes, because you shouldn't censor comedy, yeah, man. Yeah, because that's freedom of speech. But yeah. the second some dude makes one joke. Yeah. About Jesus on the project. It's like, well, okay, this, there are some things we shouldn't be fucking joking about. Yeah, it's like, shut it's up. Like, you hypocrite. You know fuck. what? If he's so mad, he can come back already. Yeah. Okay? Come back. What's it been? 2,000 years? And also, how dare you sit there and act like you wouldn't have sex with Jesus? Yeah, Jesus walks into your house, brings over a nice bottle of Chianti yeah. and says, this used to be a Mount Franklin bottle of water. I made it wine. Why don't you get it on the couch? I brought some oil. And you're like... I is Jesus going to talk to me right now? I am sucking his Aramaic dick <laughs> to the nines, dude. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? A ripped, like, chocolate fucking mocha latte bro yeah. comes in. He's like, check this out. I can fuck. He, and, he, and he literally flies. Yeah, he flies through. He's like, check this out. I'm fucking flying. And he's got his abs out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's got like he's got. He has his abs out and is doing miracles. Yeah, dude, you're not gonna try. I'm gonna get Bethlehemed. Are you kidding? Get up in here. Seriously, it's like you're gonna take you're gonna taste his dick. You're gonna sit there and be like, I'm not. I would never fuck Jesus. Yeah, you would be overwhelmed. And also, I don't think you ever say if Jesus can fly and walk on water like that. I think he can convince you to fuck him. And let's be real here, okay? Let's let's fucking be real, dude. Mm. All right, Jesus would have a float at Mardi Gras. Jesus would be there, be like, "Yeah, well, I'm yeah. not a huge fan of the whole the MDMA thing, thing, but you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like well, we did. My dad did make you to procreate, so this is weird, but you're still accepted." Hi, yeah, he walks by the eye section. He goes like, "Highly disagree with this." But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oots, oots, oots. he would be. He would be at the fucking BWS. Yeah, yeah, he would be. <laughs> he would be. He 100 percent would. Yeah, be. just looking at being like, I'm just looking at what I want to change the water into. Because you can't do this shit where it's like Jesus loved to party and he was one of us and he'd hang out, but he wouldn't go to the funnest party. Yeah, it's like, dude, he'd absolutely be there. And you know what? He had like a Jesus huge... would be like, Nah, I took a shift on Mardi Gras. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a children's hospital wing helping people regrow limbs, but not on Saturday. I'm in Oxford Street. Yeah, and he'd also be one of the ones railing against the American Express sponsorship. Yeah. Captain fucking knocking over the bank. 100%. He would walk into Commonwealth Tower, whip the CEO, yep. and then put a daddy th collar around him and, <laughs> and drag, him, and drag out. him through Oxford Street. I'm taking you to the piggy pen, okay? Everyone spank the CEO of Combank. <laughs> Dude, that's straight up. If you're, if, you're re if you're the CEO of Combank and you're really about Pride Week, let people spank you on fucking on, on the Mardi Gras parade. Yeah. Get down there on all fours with a pig mask and a chastity bracelet and let people smack you. How about you, are? I'm a naughty little CEO. Yeah. Ooh, spank me.
All my interest rates are spiking. I would love a reality TV show where it's like it's undercover boss, but for like they have to be a sub for a week. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I own a B- a BDSM dungeon. Yeah. Uh, hi, my name is Greg. I own multiple properties. I'm going undercover, and he's just strapping on a gimp mask with like a ball gag. Yeah. He's yeah, he's there with like he's like there bare naked on a big platter with mm. an apple in his mouth, and they're shooting bo- <laughs> bows at him. I didn't realize this is what my employees had to go through. <laughs> this is really tough. They're just talking to some dude called Daryl, just being like, yeah, you know, it's been really hard. They haven't paid me my super. And he's like, I can't believe they haven't paid him his super. Crying through the gimp mask. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He takes the apple out of his mouth, the harness off and goes, yeah. I'm actually Greg Daniels, the CEO <laughs> of Whip My Little Bitch. I've <laughs> and you guys are doing an incredible job. I had, I had no idea that you had to go through this. Please, here's this money to pay for your mother's hospice. And they take it and they're like, yeah, but I took this job because I fucking love this. this yeah, it's like, perfect. oh, no, yeah, yeah, I still come big, but this, this is, is nice. Thing, yeah. <laughs> you know how people talk about the West has no rite of passage for young men? Yeah. Work in hospitality. Work in hospitality, work in a kitchen. Work in the kitchen. Understand that they just put you in a room with a psychopath. Yeah. For like eight hours a day, and you have to figure out how to get on with this dude. How to get on, how to talk to him, how yeah. to earn their respect. Yeah. How to not get yelled at. Oh, yeah. It's like, that is, it's like, fuck going out into, I'll tell you the thing, it's like that whole thing of like the Eastern cultures, their rite of passage mm-hmm. is go out, shoot a deer in its heart, and then eat the heart. Yeah. It's like, the deer won't yell at you. No. The deer's never done meth. You no. know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, that's easy. Be, work in hospitality for three years mm. with a coked out psychopath. Yeah, that isn't from here. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that you, you he you don't know his last name. Yep, he's mysterious. Yep. He has an accent. You don't know where from. Yeah, he's just angry and loud. But every now and again, he's fun. Yes, and you never know when it's coming. Yep, when when is he gonna be fun? He's a nightmare to be around, but sometimes he's fun. Dude, you know what's crazy? It is is ending those sort of working relationships with chefs, mm. um, and the whole the whole time just like no 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 we, we, are you cool we're cool man we're good I've really enjoyed working with you and then you have that sort of slideshow flashback of every time of like getting a bag of rice <laughs> thrown at you <laughs> fucking with the wind beneath my wings playing at the thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah. fuck you, you are the <laughs> you take yeah, fucking relax. You 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 just moving a docket around and the chef be like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't touch my fucking shit! You son of a bitch, you're killing you. You're a fucking psychopath. The wind beneath my wing. I hope you had the time of your life. Dude. Swear to God, fuck you. Here's here's how his okay, so Mark once, right? The chef at Willow. Who and we're, we're we're still friends. We play PlayStation uh, together. I fucking mm. I love the guy to bits. Mm. One time he's ordered in a batch of chilies, mm. and and he'd ordered in California Reaper chilies, mm-hmm. which is one of the hottest chilies. Mm-hmm. And he was like, "I dare to eat the chili." Mm. And this is how much this is how good Mark and I's relationship was at this point now because we've been working together for ages. Mm. And I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do it." Mm. Mark does want to see me in pain because it'll be funny. Mm. But I also trust Mark to not give me anything I can't handle. Mm. Fuck. Fucking mistake. Yeah. Take the chili. I'm like, oh, isn't that fucking hot? And then all of a sudden, like, it hits me, and then it hits me, and then it hits me, yeah. and then it would, and I'm poor. I can't serve customers. Yeah. And so Keith, my boss, Keith is pissed off, dude. And yeah. I'm like, I can't, like, I can't do anything. I'm going red. I I'm can see it. With sweat. And Mark is losing it. And Keith is mad at both of us. Yeah. But Mark is just cannot stop laughing. And yeah. Mitch is having a really good chuckle. And Mark is like, why did you do that? You fucking idiot. And I'm like, you could use her. I had to spend, trying to bond. I spent 45 minutes in the toilet taking the worst shit of my life. Oh my God. I only found this out afterwards. Mark had to stand there. And take a fucking dressing down from Keith. Oh, yeah. To be like, you knew we'd trust you. You knew we'd do this. And now, look, he's been in the bathroom 45 minutes. He's so uncomfortable. He's in so much pain. This is so fucking stupid. And Mark's like, he was the one that ate the chili, though. Yeah. And Mark took, I didn't get in trouble. 
mm-hmm. I just got sort of like disappointing silence for the next hour. Mm-hmm. Mark took the full brunt of it. Yep. And then was just like, you probably shouldn't have eaten that chili. That's so <laughs> fun though, dude. That's a fun thing for the montage as well. I hope you had the fat shit, have like sp- the spiciest shit you've ever had here. Eating, dying, getting screamed yeah. at. I hope you had the time of your life. <laughs> And you know what? I fucking did. That's the thing, because you look back, it's like each individual thing working in hospitality, you look back on, like if you look at it as an individual segment Mm. and you describe it to someone, they're like, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. You couldn't talk to a manager about that, but it's like, no, you don't understand. It was fun. (laughs) There is a reason small business hospitality Mm. doesn't have HR. Yes. Because, and maybe it should, but also at the same time, work there for a year and tell me if it needs it. Yeah. Because it's like, yeah, it's blunt here. It's the last bastion where it's like, it is fucked here, yeah. but you're going to probably have a good time. There's the It's the only place in the world where a, a an employer can call an employee a slow, fat cunt and everyone else goes, you, you could are, speed up. Yeah, like, you, you could be a little faster. A point, you know, Sam. you're not a cunt, but you, you could are, be more streamlined. You have elements of being slow and fat. And you're expected to take it as feedback. You're yeah. like, yeah, that's a right, good cool. point. Yeah. yeah. yeah Should I good. just be like, you stink today? It's like, all right, cool. I'll work on and that. And you can say <laughs> that. You'd be like, you stink, dude. Have some deodorant. We have deodorant on hand because of this. Yeah. Alex. Yes, Sam. Time to call Donut King. All right, let's do it. We can't. Oh, that's right. Fuck. Yeah. Hey, this is the theme of the podcast. We forget that we have to actually abide by the rules that we made ourselves yes and all uh, the time apparently and unfortunately <laughs> well it's the running thing but unfortunately unfortunately today was a really good example of us yapping our gums for so long that donut king closed yeah 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 that's true dude i just i actually think it's very poetic patriotic if anything to be talking so much about getting a free lunch mm. that the shop closes before you can yeah dude but it's we're too busy singing their praises it's the, it's the metaphor for the perfect life yeah, but yeah, so they're closed, yeah. and so we can't call them. So we'll just call them next week. We're going to call them next week. But anyway, the point but is... But you know what the problem is? What? If you want a free lunch, you kind of have to give something for it. Yeah. And that is money, and then it's not free. Yeah. And it defeats the purpose of Hence the philosophy lunch. of no free lunch, mm. which is, bit of backstory, some genius came up with the podcast <laughs> title based off of that philosophy. I will admit, oh, we've never said this. What? So we had, so do you remember when we were discussing when we were going to do this, mm. we were talking about, uh, do we do wolf-free lunch mm. or this ain't a scene, it's a goddamn podcast. That's right. Yeah. Where every, every episode, episode. <laughs> we would have coming up next, a member of Fallout Boy as a guest. Yeah. And then they just would never show. Yes. And then we would apologize at the top. <laughs> Of the next episode, go, guys, sorry, there was cancellations. Um, but don't worry, next week, I'm telling you, we got them all in. It's going to be great. So what are you doing now? And then yes, we just, and then we would just... Just do a podcast. <laughs> and then make a wild promise at the end and then apologize again in the morning. <laughs> and then maybe when the podcast we decide to end it, we finally get a guest, but it's like a monkey from one of their music videos. Oh, yeah. We see if we can do a Zoom call with that random screenwriter that wrote Sugar We're Going Down music yeah, video. Yeah, exactly. We get to, we go to uh, fucking, who's the who's the lead singer again? Patrick Stump. Patrick Stump. Yeah, we yeah we get one of those, like, um. what's the shout outs? What are the, what are those called? Oh, the, the like the, the ones that people film. And yeah. Like, hey, oh, I don't know. But they'll get like Patrick Swayze being like, happy birthday. Yeah. Well, and uh, that means the most to someone <laughs> for some reason. Cameo. 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 There we go. Cameo where you can get a fucking like, hey, sorry about, sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry about the mis- the miscarriage from the Rick from The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> that up (laughs) (laughs) that's how doctors start doing it like man when she wakes up from her induced coma patrick stewart's gonna have to tell her because i can't fucking do this get the app up just don't don't tell me how much it is just fucking do it hates john benjamin telling you you lost twins (laughs) 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 
There was a medical study that said that we found patients take it better when they get their celebrities to say it. So we've started. Started using cameo. <laughs> we get fucking... We got fucking sort of known celebrities to break the news to them. Like, you remember, you remember fucking the nanny? <laughs> Fran Dresch is yeah. here. She's telling you it's terminal. Uh-huh, it's stage four. <laughs> See, this isn't so bad. <laughs> it's okay. You remember the nanny, the song, the nanny? Woo. Ooh, the nanny. The nanny. Da, da, da. She's fair. She's a square. You got cancer. <laughs> it's moved to your kidneys. Ah. <laughs> 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 the future is a horrible place <laughs> oh it's a nightmare <laughs> but it's also kind of cute like when it's not that horrible like when you get when you get told it's gout by brandon fraser oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little thing oh that's you know, it's just pretty cool actually <laughs> The doctors use it for everything. For everything. Where it's like the common cold. And it's like the chick that played Melina in the Mortal Kombat movie. Yeah. Hi, Christopher here. Daniel, sorry to hear about your trip to the doctors, but we're not giving you a sick day certificate. No, we're not doing it. That's awesome, dude. That's so sick. You do this all the time, always hungover. Yeah. The doctor's not an idiot. <laughs> Go to work. Just fucking Christopher Walken for every direction of the thing as well. Like Christopher Walken being like, cough. <laughs> you know, Hello. take off your shirt, sit on the bench. Do it like now. Come on. That's fucking <laughs> awesome, dude. That is so sick. That makes the doctors so much better. You, I would get private health insurance if they only did, if they didn't do that in bulk billing. Oh, yeah. If it was still just like your doctor being like, yeah, it's, you know, it's, you have gout. Yeah. But the private health insurance, you can get Jordan Peterson telling you you have bunions. And it's like, and you're like, how much? 30 bucks a month? Are you serious? I'd cancel the rest of my subscription. 30 bucks a month. I go into the doctors for everything. I go there every lunch, being like, what's this? Just so Jordan Peterson can be like, it doesn't, it, it doesn't look too bad, honestly. <laughs> I think cream might be a good idea. Mm. Sorb it all. Over the counter will be just fine. <laughs> There's no need <laughs> for the brand name cre- eczema cream. Just go over the counter. Yeah. Makes you ask, well, like, what is eczema? Well, eczema is different to different people. And even then you're like, all right, I get it. I yeah, get yeah, it. yeah, I get it, I get it, I get, I get it. it. John, he thinks it's a tumor. Mm. I don't know if it's a tumor. I see a lot of tumors. I this see a one, lot of tumors. This one, not so big. It isn't, it's small. Do you know what though? I'll be honest right now. I am fucking, I am so excited for his presidential run. Oh yeah, because I think it's I think it's gonna the wheels are gonna fall off immediately, but mm. he will not stop. True. And so he'll be like, you know, when like you see old cartoons of wacky races, mm-hmm. and like Muttley's driving the car, mm-hmm. and then like a bunch of wind comes and a car comes, and by the end of it, he's just he's just holding onto a steering wheel, like no yes. seat. Yes. Yeah. 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 That's gonna be Trump at the end of the run. Yeah. Just still being like, people support me, the election's false. Yeah. And there's going to be 12 people just being like, yeah, yeah, I think. That will be fun to watch. But I think the entire process is fun to watch. Watching, I'll tell you what, it's just fun to watch someone believe in themselves. Because the, this it is. is the problem. He looks like he believes in himself, right? He really he's, up there, he's like, I don't know, I know I'm doing the best, whatever, all that shit. And then you look at the other people and they're so ridden with insecurity that we read it as weakness still. Yeah. Because it's like everybody else is like, they just don't seem like they believe in themselves. You no. know, that's all it is. We just want someone. That's why we fucking love like Steve Irwin. Yes. Or something like that. We're like, it's just fun to watch this dude fuck a crocodile <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and he loves it. You can tell he loves it. And he clearly at some point went, I reckon I can wrestle that. And then yeah. he just did. And yeah. he, that's why he was like, I'm going to jump in this lake. Steve Irwin was our Caesar where he was offered the kingly crown thrice. You know oh, what I mean? mate, look at that, darling. Beautiful. No crown for me, though. Yeah. There's an Indian crown of thorns spider. Exactly. I've got to go finger. 
He was our Caesar, bro. He was. He was the people's king. And then fucking Brutus, the stingray, <laughs> fucking came out our boy. That Steve Irwin loved like a son. <laughs> that Steve Irwin cared for. Steve Irwin made this stingray's career. Put him on the fucking map. <laughs> Motherfucker. And then that dude, et to stingray. Down. With, yeah. Just, oh, dude, this motherfucker, he's Al, he's our Caesar. He is. And you want to know why? My heart weeps for Steve Owen. <laughs> My heart is there in the coffin with him. Friends, Aussies, <laughs> yeah. good cats. Good. Lend, Lend me, me your, your fucking, fucking ears. <laughs> what is, oh, can I, what is the fucking speech? From Friends, Romans, Countrymen. Yes. Do we do a monologue, just replace Caesar with Steve Owen? <laughs> yeah, we do. And Brutus with Stingray? <laughs> okay, all right. What do we, we want to do? Four four stanzas, four bars each? Let's do it. All right, okay. this is a bit of an acting exercise this as well. This is, this is fun. All right, okay, all right. so can hold I, on. Can I hit that vape? You're, yeah, yeah, you're yeah, working yeah. on an advantage. Let's set the scene, right? It's 2006. All right, we're both upset. We're, uh, we're in Canberra. The sun is setting. Yep. Andrew O'Keefe is still the fucking sickest cunt out. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone still likes... I forgot the act. Jeffrey Rush. Everyone still likes Jeffrey Rush. Oh, yeah. Jeffrey Rush is just like mad Captain Barbosa's in the room. Yep. All right. And the gays couldn't get married. Yeah. So. Quiet, please. Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears. I come to bury Steve Irwin, not to praise him. (laughs) The evil that men do lives after them. The good is oft interred with their bones. So let it be with Caesar. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> I fucked it immediately. God damn it, dude. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hold on. We can get back. Gotta, yeah. Excuse me. I apologize. So, I'm fucking So hell, let man. it be with Steve Irwin, the noble stingray. <laughs> if it were so, it was a grievous fault. And grievously hath Steve Irwin answered it. <laughs> this is the stupidest thing we've ever done. <laughs> I'm getting teary, dude. This is... It's a beautiful speech. Here under leave of the Stingray, and the rest, for the Stingray is an honorable man, so are they all honorable men, come I to speak at Steve Irwin's funeral. He was my friend, faithful, and just to me, but Stingray says he was ambitious, and Stingray is an honorable Honorable man. man. He hath brought many captives home to Rome, whose ransoms did the general coffers fill, did this in Steve Irwin seem ambitious? When that the poor have cried, Steve Irwin hath wept. Ambition should be made of sterner stuff. Yet Stingray says he was ambitious, and Stingray is an honorable man. You all did see that on Lupercal I thrice presented him a kingly crown. Polish it off. Which he did thrice refuse. Was this ambition? Yet the Stingray says he was ambitious, and sure, he is an honorable, honorable man. Thank you. That was a really pro-Stingray speech. <laughs> wow. Maybe St- King Stingray is an anti-Steve Irwin band. Get him to Eurovision. Tr- spread the word. That would be wild, going, going to Eurovision with like an anti-Steve Irwin song. Yeah. <laughs> Like they send you in and you're doing like fuck Steve Irwin in, like, Steve Irwin in the style of like uh like a bush K-pop. <laughs> did, you, did you just call it King Stingray Bush K-pop? No, 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 no. I was just picturing like what's what Eurovision usually does. Oh, and, okay. And like we were like, oh well, K-pop's popular right now. Let's send a K-pop band, but with a bit of Australian on. Oh, they all come on wearing cork hats. Yes. Yeah. They get a full ensemble. So it's still K-pop, but it's all just like in hard yakka outfits. Yeah. Quit grabbing my crocodiles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
and then just like eight minute techno breakdowns. Flashes of Steve Owen's face. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Bad, bad Steve Owen. Yeah, like the rest of the song is just a song. It's the hard instrumental breakdowns where the second layer is shown. We're just anti Steve Owen propaganda on the projector. Cut to Stingray in a tie. Look. He's the music producer. Yes. He's got his fins up, pointed Sting- thinking. <laughs> just Stingray accepting the award in the suit and then going, and then going, I cannot accept this award. I have to get it. And then Native American comes up and accepts it for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Smile on Brando, Stingray. <laughs> Maybe this guy did deserve this. Dude, the Godfather with Stingrays. That's what I'm thinking. Can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do maths in grade 12. You didn't do ma- You had to do maths in grade 12. I didn't. Everyone had to do maths I didn't. in grade 12. What are you you know how about? I did it? In grade 11, I did pre-vocational maths, which is maths for people with brain injuries. It's the easiest <laughs> right. shit in the world. Yeah, math with a helmet. Dude, it's... Yeah, it's, yeah, it's helmet math. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Pre-vocational math, right? I'd go into pre-vocational math and my, our assignment would be plan a weekend in Brisbane and you had to use two different modes of transport and stay in two different locations. I was, honestly, I was laughing my way all the way to the honours list that year. Oh my God. Which I made because I got straight A pluses in that maths group which compensated for the Bs I got in English. I oh was on the God. honors list that you did pre-vocational maths. You took that away from so many people that earned it. Dude, we had people fail in that class. Piece of shit. It's like, dude, this is like, I could fucking, I could get an A in this if I sleep. What the fuck is wrong with yeah. you idiots? Well, one question is that you're like, how are you today? And you're like, yeah, pretty good. And they're like, yeah, you got it right. You've nailed this. Maths come so easily to you. Yes, and you go, yeah, can I have the gummy bear now? Do you know what, Alex? One class, we actually did get lollies. <laughs> <laughs> it ruled, dude. It was the fucking best. piece of shit. The fact, it makes me so angry to think of all the gummies that you took out of people's mouths <laughs> that were definitely supposed to get those gummies. Oh, yeah. And let me tell you, I didn't have a single teacher for pre-vocational math that didn't look at me a little disappointed. Yeah, you're just like dunking on dudes with disabilities all year long. And then you get on the honors list, like you get rewarded <laughs> to the like the highest caliber for just basically like shoving dudes with Down syndrome out of your way. Dude, it was fantastic. You're a piece of shit. It was so good. I had to go up and do times tables on the board. It was fucking sick. <laughs> Wait, in grade 12? No, no, the, no, this is grade 11. Oh, grade 11. So yeah, right, right. because I, I had to hit a certain level of marks to um, do one particular class in grade 12, which was English extension. So mm. like literary theory and books and shit. Mm. And in order to do that, I needed to hit a certain grade level, mm. which I got through pre-vocation of math. And that grade level meant that I could swap maths for English extension. So I didn't do maths in grade 12. Oh, right. You were just out there reading books. I was, yeah, yeah. I was reading books under trees. All that shit where it's like the answer is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. And let me tell you something. Those marks did not carry over from pre-vocational maths to English extension. I I admittedly scraped through that class. The the English extension? Yeah, dude, it was fucking hard. It was my my hardest class. What the fuck is an English? What, you had to read Hamlet? No, 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 dude, no, no. This is an extension. I was an extension, but I went to public school though. So they're like, they're like, can you speak English? <laughs> That's our English extension. And I'm like, yeah, I think I got it. And they're like, all right, you're our best student. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds easy too. Yeah, dude. No, we would do, we would sort of break down, um, like we started with um, author theory and reader theory. So a lot of literary theorists and we would have to examine books and texts from the perspective of that theory, write an analysis through the lens of that theory and then write a critique of our analysis. And then in the second... Did um, you pick whatever book? Uh, they gave us a selection of two or three. Okay, you couldn't do like Lord of the Rings and why it's like really a queer anthem? Nah. No, 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 no. It, this is the annoying thing. It didn't even start that simple. It was like, we are going to give you a philosopher or a literary 
uh, critique mm -hmm. and you're going to have to write this critique in the lens of that but not copy anything that they have said. Oh. So it tried to make you think like a theorist. Oh, so you had to be like, I'm Aristotle and I didn't enjoy the B-movie. <laughs> Am I getting it? <laughs> Surprisingly, yeah. yeah okay. you're, getting, you're getting a lot closer. A friend to all is a friend to none. Jerry Seinfeld... <laughs> Fantastic, I mean, surprisingly good voice actor. The fact that you're, <laughs> the fact that I say books and you go movie, you know, there's a little bit of a gap missing there. But yeah, you get the point. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so books read, <laughs> movie watch. Oh, movie watch. Good. Movie watch. Book movie read. Book read. No, no, it's good. Book book read. <laughs> book read. Whoa, 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 whoa! Movie watch. Movie watch. Oh, movie. Movie watch. Oh, movie watch. <laughs> movie watch good. Movie watch good. Movie watch okay. good. Movie watch fun. Movie watch calm it down. <laughs> but book No, Alex, movie watch. <laughs> movie watch relax. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, anyway, and anyway then, that was my experience with school. Fucking <laughs> 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 fucking fuck public school English just being like book <laughs> read movie, movie watch and then they put on School of Rock. <laughs> Someone asked me, it's like, what are you reading recently? And I'm like, nothing, but I've seen School of Rock like twenty five times. <laughs> you wanna hang out? <laughs> you know what I mean? You wanna be best friends? An English extension is them putting on a movie based off a book yep. and then you describing movie... What the book might be <laughs> like. Real good. <laughs> Real good. If movie was book... <laughs> if movie was book, very good. Movie is book, but book read. Bad. Uh, uh, the entire class. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Uh, uh, but book, movie, movie uh, watch. Good. Uh. Yeah, yeah, all right. Movie watch yeah. again. Yeah, 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 yeah. Movie watch again. And that's it. Every time it's Jack Black. Well, we like Jack Black. <laughs> Some dude stands up. Book read. No, 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 no. Movie watch. Movie watch. Oh, movie watch. Cello. <laughs> you got a bass. Uh, yeah, like, this, uh, this is fucking sick. Jack Black. <laughs> Am I right, fellas? This My is favorite mad. author. It Jack is Black, good to great be author. young in Brown's Plains. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm up the road just being like, you're telling me Michel Foucault died of AIDS? <laughs> wow. Okay, fuck. Holy fuck. Jesus, all right. Such a horrible fate. Oh, dude, should we wrap? Yeah, I think so. Um, okay, so very quick, right at the end, as usual, tickets on sale for Wall Free Lunch Live. Get them tickets, boy. Two for one with the code word Seppuku on the Sydney Comedy Festival website Spell and the link in our bios. Sep. S-E-P-P-U-K-K-U. Is it double K? I think it's a double K. Fuck, we made the hardest discount code. But I'll tell you why, because they're the cheapest tickets there are. Dude. They are so cheap. You can't find a cheaper ticket at the Sydney Comedy Festival. And we're giving you two for one, dude. Do you know what do you know what our 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 festival show is actually cheaper than just breakfast in Sydney? Genuinely, bro. Mm. And you'll probably get some maybe even like a free you might we should put in some food thing like I think there's going to be there's going to be some free shit. Sick if we get like a subway platter. <laughs> Maybe we should get a full subway Let's platter. Get a subway everyone. platter and just give it to people while we do our little show. Dude, as you as you as you walk in, there's a subway platter at the door. That's mad. Like, feel free to take a sandwich <laughs> while free lunch giving back. I'm kind of into that. I am kind of into that too. You get actually. a subway platter. That's awesome. You get a sandwich if you come to our show. Your 20 bucks goes towards the subway platter. <laughs> We're making no money. It? Yeah, for real. You're literally just paying for the cost of getting everyone a sandwich at the shop. Look, at the rates like what we've been talking about, you're actually probably going to be paying for us to make this really elaborate. I don't actually think this is going to be a huge money maker for us. Yeah, we're just trying to make it fun. We just want to make it as fun as possible. Um... Uh, like and subscribe, follow yes. us, tell your friends. Thank you for all the love that we've been getting over the past couple of weeks. It's really appreciate nice. it. Um, all right. See you, team. See you, gang. Bye.